0: Welcome to the Design of Communication podcast, I'm your host Gemma Keeling and this podcast is about how you can become a confident communicator as a design, tech or creative professional. Sharing career strategies, language tips and insights and communication techniques to become a powerful communicator and excel in your career and reach a new level of confidence in English. What do you do when you are feeling stuck? The idea of mastering any skill, becoming a better communicator, landing your dream role, can feel overwhelming. I have spoken about my own language journey before, and through this experience, working closely with other language learners and through academic research, what I see holding many of us back is our belief that we do not have the power to affect change through our actions. Unless you believe you can produce desired effects by your outcomes and know what is holding you back from moving towards your goals, you will struggle to act or persevere, especially when you face challenges or hit plateaus. If you are a non-native English speaker working in the tech and design industry, that wants to communicate with clarity, confidence, and ease. This episode is a must listen for you. If you are new to the design of communication, welcome. I'm Gemma, and I'm here to help you master fluency and communication clarity so that others can understand you clearly and move forward in your career. If you want to find out more about how I can help you, feel free to visit my website, fluentspeakers.co.uk or come and say hi on Instagram, that's Fluent Speakers or on LinkedIn, you can find me as Gemma Keeling, G-E-M-M-A, and then Keeling, K-E-E-L-I-N-G, where I share lots of valuable content. So you can be using English every day in your role for many years and still not move forward to where you want to go. The biggest problem I see is that we don't know where to start. It's incredible that we have access to many free resources at the tip of our fingers. We can go online to learn pretty much anything. It's really cool, but when there are too many resources, you will start to question, where do I start? What do I do? Can I trust this source? Will this video really help me or am I just wasting my time? We've all been there. When you learn a new language, there is so much material to cover. Vocabulary, grammar, syntax, slang, pronunciation. With so many topics to study, you may not know where to focus your attention. When you're at the start of your journey, it's a little bit easier. Even when there is so much to learn, it doesn't matter so much where you start as long as you get started. Four, Building your communication, one of the first steps is building vocabulary. In the seven must do's for confident English communication, I share in more detail what actions you must take to make progress in English and make the most of your time. You will be able to find the guide in the episode description or on my website. When you reach an upper-intermediate or an advanced level, that's where it gets trickier. Many English learners will lose their interest and feel stuck during the language learning process. It just becomes too difficult, maybe too overwhelming, and sometimes it gets too easy. You've already learned the grammar. You know this already. So if that sounds like you, Where do you start? How can you keep moving forward? The first thing, it's all about your mindset, the way you are approaching your learning. Your beliefs about learning can either move you forward or keep you stuck. This doesn't apply just to language learning, but any type of learning. And there are different factors that can influence our beliefs. There is this great quote by David Schwartz that goes, believe it can be done when you believe something can be done, really believe, your mind will find the ways to do it. Believing in a solution paves the way to the solution. And research has found that Learners with higher perceived control over the learning process are more likely to show up, study more, and achieve higher levels of language proficiency. Perceived control is when you believe that you are capable of influencing and making a difference in the events or situations in your life. There has been a lot of research in neuroscience and psychology into how perceived control is a major contributor for mental and physical health, and a strong predictor of greater achievements in life. But I do believe that this belief and self-awareness has to come from within. So firstly, it's all about your mindset. Then we need to know and understand the barriers that are holding you back. When it comes to moving forward and getting unstuck, you need to understand what is holding you back. Now, there are three main barriers that you might face. There are many more, but I just want to highlight some of the key ones. A lot of it is about your own self belief and you may be thinking my accent isn't very clear. I don't sound like other speakers. You are worried about your accent or not being able to produce words correctly. Another one is the language itself. So when you do speak up, maybe you are using some false friends or there are some bad translations, you're translating from your first language into English and that's causing some issues. And it can be frustrating when you don't know the right word, you're stuck, you're delivering a presentation and as a design or tech professional, it's so important to use the right language and be very specific in what you're saying. And finally, it can also be a cultural barrier. So if you're working with a global team, there will be different ways that people like to work and communicate. For example, you might be expecting someone to reach out and follow up, and they're expecting you to do the same. Understanding these cultural barriers and differences can help you to move forward in your communication and having a better community where you work and understanding of each other. So thirdly, I think one of the bigger problems is that we can be so excited to put all of our energy into learning, especially in the beginning. And I know that's been the case for me. So I have something to share with you. I don't like to stop because When I do, I find it hard to get started again. Now, this could be if I'm working on a project, I'm learning another language, or going to the gym. I realize having the all or nothing mentality can be dangerous, and I am working hard to not be like that. I've made a lot of improvements in this area, and we'll definitely have to share more about that in another episode. But in December... I took the whole month off. My mom always tells me to take a rest. So finally, I listened to her because moms are always right. And I had worked at 100% capacity for the whole year. And I knew I really needed the break. But I'm so used to working at 100% that when I slowed down, I don't know how to get started again. Or I do get started and I feel like I'm not moving fast enough. I'm not making the progress that I was. But even machines will take time to warm up before reaching their full power. And yes, I do have to remind myself that I am not a machine, but I have noticed the same pattern happens with any skill or hobby that I try. I go all in, give it my 100%, then if I stop, I struggle to get started again. My biggest mistake when it came to language learning and learning Spanish in particular was stopping completely. There were a few years after graduating where I didn't speak any of the languages that I learned, but specifically Spanish. And I wish I just spent... Five minutes a day, even 10 minutes a week, would have been better than nothing. It's easy to have this mindset that 10 minutes won't really make a difference. But in a year, I know it would have made an impact. When it came to getting back to it, it wasn't so much that I wasn't motivated, I was very excited to get back to learning or to my business. It's just any time I know I have a big task to do, I will put it off. And I think it's human nature. Call it laziness, procrastination, or I just needed to give myself some grace and a break. When I sat down to write Fluent Speakers Academy, my head started to spin with ideas and I felt a little fuzzy. The task felt so mammoth, so big, that I didn't know where to start. I knew inside what I needed to do. I had collected months worth of feedback. Everything was inside of me or in my notes, somewhere in my brain or on paper on my phone. 12 years of teaching experience and countless hours of research. But I know the pressure can add up though. There is a task block. So how can you get your momentum back and not feel stuck? Whether you are tackling a big task like improving your language skills, working on a design project, writing a book, creating content, whatever it is, you need to make it sustainable. One thing at a time, one day at a time. When I wasn't sure what the one thing was, I put pen to paper. Maybe it's a little bit old school, but there is something liberating about writing with a pen. If you want the new information you just learned to stay put, you have to just keep practicing and using it. Focusing your attention on the task at hand and continue working for a predetermined amount of time. So usually I set an alarm for 20 minutes, especially if I'm not really feeling it. And I think, okay, it's just 20 minutes. You can do this. This really helps me. I used to do this at the gym and I do it if I'm writing content. I do it if I'm studying or learning a language. You might get into it, but another problem is that when we're working, we're doing the work and still not moving forward. At the start of the episode, I said that you might be using English and have been learning for many years and are not moving forward. This is because we are focusing on developing the wrong areas. How can we know what to focus on? What is the 80-20 and the part that actually matters? So what is the 20% that will get you the results? Do you ever look at someone who is very successful, whether that is your manager, a leader, your friend, or an influencer, and think, how are they able to achieve those results? We all have the same amount of hours in a day. So what are they doing? The truth is, we can be working on something and not really making any progress whatsoever. You might be studying a new course in UX or working on a project at work or studying a language and be busy, but not really making any big progress. So to know that 20% that will get you the big results, you need to look at the most essential areas that you need to improve and go from there. Finally, one of the biggest reasons I see people get stuck is that they're waiting for the right opportunity to come. I have met many people who will say, I will focus on improving English when I move to the US, or I will start focusing on my communication skills when I start working for an English-speaking company. Why wait? It's like I used to leave deadlines to the last minute and write an essay one hour before the deadline. Or another instance, I would pack my suitcase before going on a trip, 10 minutes before leaving. And then I would forget things like my swimming costume and I'd be upset that I didn't bring it. And I felt more in control when I gave myself enough time to research and plan my essay or when I didn't have to rush everything and throw everything into my suitcase. You don't have to feel unprepared. You have to stop waiting for a good enough reason to focus on developing your skills, whatever those skills are. Stop waiting for the opportunity to come that will motivate you to start doing what you wanted to do. To improve your English, to apply to your dream job, to level up your skills. Start now. Remember when you believe something can be done, really believe, your mind will find the ways to do it. You've got this. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to The Design of Communication. If you have enjoyed today's episode and listening to the Design of Communication podcast, then please follow us on Spotify, Google and Apple Podcasts and share the link with a friend or colleague who will benefit. Any questions you might have, feel free to send them my way. I love hearing from you. Thank you so much. See you next week.